We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedrake. Joined by Chris Owen. We're talking Game Week 11 in the Premier League. Chris, we hit back-to-back parlays on the show. We hit a parlay. Our parlays are now plus money. Congrats to Chris. Congrats to me. What's up, Chris? Hey, Adam. Good to chat with you <laughs> once again this week. Coming off a parlay when our individual bets needed a little bit of work. We were right on the precipice of victory there. But we hit our we hit our parlay. We had a couple celebratory messages. You know, you love when you hit. I think what was it like plus two hundred something, and uh, to bring us back even. Well, actually, not even bring us back to positive for the season. So, yeah, you know, overall individually, maybe left a little bit out on the field, but overall as a team here, we we came home victorious. Exactly. It was. I think the first time this season that I did not have a winning record from our three bets, but we hit the parlay, so I think that that helped uh, pull us through there. But we have a pretty fun weekend of matches. We got the Manchester City at Liverpool. That's the biggest game here. Uh, looking at our cheat sheet, rotowar.com slash soccer trial. You can get this cheat sheet, but the only match with an implied total over three is this Manchester City Liverpool match? Three point three three implied total. No other match is above three. So I guess a, a defensive weekend. Uh, Tottenham the biggest favorite. Arsenal at Leeds, and then you got Wolves. Who I don't even know if Wolves have a win this season, but they're the third biggest favorite on the uh, four game week eleven. But as you can see on the bottom, if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, we are talking about three matches. And first up is Fulham against. Bournemouth, as I scroll through the new pages, uh, it's taken me a little bit, a little bit of time here to get here, but we're gonna find it. Fulham against uh, many clicks here, many clicks here, um, but Fulham are favored. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Fulham are favored at minus one. it up. <laughs> minus one fifteen to win. Uh, they were minus 135 about a week and a half ago. As you can see on the line movement, Bournemouth are sitting at plus 320. And the draw is actually favored over Bournemouth to win. Draw is plus 270. And then over two and a half goals is minus 115. Under two and a half goals, minus 105. So what do we got for this one? We got This is a battle between two promotion 
uh, newly promoted sides and both their games last season, 1-1, 1-1. What do you got for this one? Yeah, really interesting to see. I guess Fulham's at home here, so they're, they're pretty heavily favored. But like, it feels like they're more favored than they should be, uh, sitting at minus one fifteen. Like, I, I felt like this could have been like a minus or a plus one fifty, plus like one ninety type of deal um, for Bournemouth. So I was surprised to see Fulham so heavily favored. Uh, and, and on the other side of it, more or less because Bournemouth has actually been playing well. They're on their this. I'd be the would be their fifth match on since they sacked Scott Parker following the nine zero loss. But uh, since then, they haven't lost a match. You know, they, I think what they've drawn two, they've won two. So they're playing really well. They had a come-from-behind victory last weekend against Leicester City. Leicester City went up 1-0 in the, in the first 10 minutes. And they came back, and, and they scored two goals there to, to get another, a pretty big win. And I think that was that away, too. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I'm sorry, it was at home against Leicester City. Mm-hmm. But they've drawn Brentford. They draw Newcastle and they beat Nottingham and they drew Wolverhampton. So a lot of like five straight really quality results where you know they're putting it together. They're playing a little bit more defensively, a style that maybe suits their their player composition a bit bit more than what they were kind of trying to go for before. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely am a little surprised at where these odds are at. And um, for me personally, it's like you know Fulham has been involved in a lot of games with a lot of goals lately whereas Brentford or Bournemouth has has kind of uh tightened it up so it'll be kind of like a, a two kind of styles that that don't necessarily meet up so I, I'd be a little bit interested in the under in, in this one but uh, overall I think it's wild that uh that Bournemouth are what do we say plus they are to win plus, plus 320 plus 320 that's crazy money um, if you actually take that, they are playing away. So, I mean, take that into uh, consideration, but I just like them in this hit actually as a part of our parlay last week, I took, I took Bournemouth double chance and that was at home against Leicester city. I'm taking them away double chance this week. Um, you're going to get, what did I say? Minus one ten odds, uh, for the double, a winner, a draw here. And I just, I just think that they can get it. They can at least pull a point out just given the way that they've been playing recently. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Bournemouth are, you know, they're playing better under the new manager. It's kind of like in the first half, they're, it's like a play not to lose. I'm, I went through the numbers. They haven't scored in the first half. Uh, I, I mean, probably further than the last five matches. But they have, a, they have at least a point in their last five matches, but they haven't scored in the first half in any of those. They have two come from behind wins. They came back from Leicester City. Uh they were down one goal. They went up 2-1 in the second half. They were down 2-0 against Nottingham Forest. Came back 3-2 in that one. And my bet is kind of leaning towards that. And uh, I forgot what else I was going to mention here. But So my corners bet is weird. It's a weird one. Um, it, yes, back to the corners bets. I bar- I kind of buried the lead here with our corners yeah, bets. Totally. We were th- we were 3-0 and on our corners bets last week. We are now corners and wagers. We changed our name. Uh, no matter what the top of the graphic says, corners and wagers <laughs> is the show. Though I think this may be our only corners bet on the show. So uh, what are you going to do? But So I got minus 0.75, minus 3 fourths corners in the first half for Fulham. And this basically means if, Col- if Fulham have... One more corner than Bournemouth, uh, you get you win half your money. If they have more than two corners, you get you win the bet. So, somewhat confusing, a bet that you don't really see in any other sport. 
but I was looking at the corners odds and all the all the odds were like minus 140 minus 135 minus 150 that kind of thing so this is kind of what I found that made the most sense and I went back and I looked at so just in the first half uh, these Bournemouth matches in their last four matches I'm not even including the Leicester match because Leicester suck but so the Wolves match, Wolves had two corners in the first half, Bournemouth had zero. Nottingham Forest, three corners, Bournemouth two. Newcastle, four corners, Bournemouth zero. Brentford, six corners, Bournemouth two. So that's four pretty good results. Fulham at home, the stat that I forgot to mention earlier, Fulham are actually pretty good at home. Uh, you know, they had the opening 2-2 draw against Liverpool, they beat Brentford, beat Brighton. I'll ignore the Newcastle result because they had a weird back line. They have weird injuries, and, you know, there's still an issue right now with Kenny Tete in the back, but they moved, uh, uh, who did they move? Bobby Decordova-Reed back there in the last game, and I think that maybe helped for the most part outside of, you know, plugging in Kurzawa or whoever the previous game. So I like Fulham to, to get the corner result here. If you want, If you want to go further, you know, Fulham over six and a half or something like that Fulham race to seven corner something like that but I'll just take the route of how Bournemouth have been playing in which the other team kind of outplays Bournemouth in the first half and then they they mix things up in the second half so we'll just go with this first half one minus 125 on it do you under did you understand what I just said Chris yeah so Fulham got to get two more corners than Bournemouth yeah to win and then otherwise if it's one you get half your money so this is like those those Barcelona financial levers, you know, you're you're hitting one just just to get half your money back and then hitting another just to get all your money or to double up basically. Close Luck, to double up. Luckily the uh, the sports book will figure out how much money yeah, you win if it is half. So they'll do the money for you. Uh, um yeah, interesting. I mean, I you got creative on this bet and maybe that's what was required for this specific game. But yeah, you, you mentioned that Fulham's been pretty solid at home. I mean, they, they've won two two out of a possible four matches at home. They drew the one against Liverpool to begin the season, and then uh, I guess I don't I can't remember who their loss was against, but it was, it know, was so, against Newcastle a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, two weeks ago. Okay, but yeah, so it'll be interesting too. I just I can't. It's tougher. And and is Alexander Mitrovic going to play? He didn't he miss last week? Yeah, I think he's back in training, so I think I think he'll be in. We'll see, but okay, that's it. Yeah, I mean that his his uh, you know, should he miss? I mean, certainly makes you feel a little bit better about Bournemouth, but just given that he's kind of a key piece for them, but yeah, mm-hmm. but interesting bet here. Very creative. <laughs> Very creative. Next game, Manchester United are home against Newcastle. We got Manchester United are minus one hundred five to win. Newcastle are plus. 270 plus 265 and then the draw plus 275 over two and a half goals minus 145 under two and a half goals plus 120 so we got manchester united i'm going to pull up uh, their current match right now they are home against ammonia nicosia in europa league and what i said to chris before the show is they didn't really rotate very much they pretty much have the same starting 11 as they just had outside of like they got fred in the midfield instead of mctominay Malassia is back in, at left back for Luke Shaw. Otherwise, basically the same starting eleven. They didn't rotate much. I guess there's a chance for this one. We could see Varane back in the starting eleven if healthy. He was on the bench uh, last match. He may, he may come on today. But 
do you think uh, you know these all these matches without rotating is going to affect Manchester United at all? I think it kind of has to a little bit. You know, you play so many games in a row. They're playing at this point. This will be what their third match in seven days. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll see a bit more rotation or maybe guys coming off at like 55 minutes, 65 minutes. Um, but yeah, interesting. I mean, they're it's zero zero right now. The Thirty about close to 30 minutes in. But this will be Manchester United hasn't. I mean, of the let's see, they played how many matches this season? I think it hasn't been too many. They played eight Nine, matches and eight eight matches, and only three have been at home. So they've been able to get they you know despite only playing three matches at home, they've been able to get some points. Uh, they sit was it fifth on the table here, uh, sitting at fifteen points. So they've been on the road a lot. Will probably be good that they don't have to travel. You know, Thursday here to wherever mm-hmm. I don't even know where this club is. Uh, located um but uh so they'll, they'll be able to play is it two games at home back to back so I, th- I have to believe that that certainly helps them in other terms though i i'm interested because they're minus 105 you know to win at home where they've actually been pretty good they i think they have the one loss and that was was that six three against um manchester city two weeks ago yeah so so they've actually they've done pretty well now the, the two other matches they beat liverpool and then well i forgot what the third match was but they've been pretty good um yeah i'll be interested to see if ronaldo comes in and i mean he came was it Mar- martial got hurt against everton last week so ronaldo comes in and uh scored in late in the first half so yeah. i'll be interested to see if he if he sticks around here too but i actually like them um to win this game, you're getting the minus 105 odds. Newcastle on the road. Um, it's just kind of intriguing to me. I guess it has, Manchester United has dominated them over the last probably five five games here. 1-1 last season, 4-1 in the beginning part of last season prior to that, then 3-1, 4-1, 4-1. So they've really taken it to Newcastle. Yes, Newcastle has you know reinforcements. they got a new coach. They're playing a lot better. But I still think that Manchester United are able to pull away here, especially playing at home. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of difficult on Manchester United. They've just been kind of, I don't know, just weird. Maybe not even weird results. Just trying to figure out like what t- Eric Ten Hag brings, and you know they had the the start where you know they're losing to what Brighton four 0 Brentford four 0 You have all that in there, and and they have figured things out to an extent. But I'm still kind of. I say all this, and I think Manchester United are one of our best teams to bet on in the early season. I think I'm 4-0, and you're 2-1 on Manchester United bets. So even yeah. though I say this, it seems like we're reading them somewhat correctly uh, for the most part. But, yeah, like they have at home, like they have those back-to-back, maybe not back-to-back, but the Liverpool and Arsenal wins at home. And then... Pretty much uh, in Europa League, they're home against Sociedad a little after that with a bunch of the regulars, and they lost that one, 1-0, and yeah. like, they didn't really rotate in that one. So, I mean, maybe it's Europa League, and maybe feelings are a little different, you're a little uncomfortable against a different team. I don't know, maybe, but we'll see. Uh, Newcastle have kind of turned it on a little bit. It, it kind of goes against what my bet is, but you know they scored nine goals in the last two matches. It's not going to happen in this one, but Chris, you are, as you said, you're on Manchester United. I'm going under two and a half goals at plus 120. I just think that this is, I just think it's going to be a battle, I guess. This was a hard one to come up with a bet, I think, 
you know, Chris going uh, Manchester United money, money line yeah. at minus 105. Kind of hard to come up with something here. You know, Newcastle has these games where they're high scoring and, and you know, they're pressuring a lot. But I think they're kind of weaker on the road, away from home at Manchester United. But I still think, like, their defense is, is good enough to, to prevent Manchester United from, you know, scoring the three goals, scoring, scoring a lot of goals. So I think I almost went with, like, a 1-1 exact scoreline result. I think that's like plus 650, but I, I couldn't do it. So <laughs> I'm just going under two and a half instead and hoping something to where like, you know, Ronaldo or Manchester United don't don't figure things out, get multiple goals, and then it's like Newcastle get one back from Callum Wilson in like the 60th minute or, or whatever, something like that. So Yeah, that makes sense. I just like go back to the historical data here. That's like shows Manchester United like basically dominating Newcastle over the past like you know, 10 years or so. So especially in the past five matches, it's been pretty lopsided too. And, you know, just playing at home in the Premier League, you're always going to, you know, have a much better odds of actually pulling points out of it. You say that, but I don't know. You only got the one match, one match with Eddie Howe and his 1-1 last season. So. This is fair. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I just think, uh, just given, huh? They're, well, United's two losses this season are are uh, Manchester City and who was the other one? Well, no, they have a few because it's because early in the season, oh, yeah, Brentford yeah, early in the Brighton. Season. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But recently, since they've started to kind of, basically since that, that loss, that 4-0 loss to Brentford at Old Trafford, you know, they've, they've what, dropped the Real Sociedad game in the Europa League and then Manchester City. Mm-hmm. So... A little stiffer, maybe not Sociedad, but Manchester City. That no surprise on that one. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a tough one. It's uh, like my under bet. I'm almost trying to like. I took under. I think I took under three and a half or under two and a half in Newcastle at Manchester City, or maybe it was Newcastle home against Manchester City, and that one ended three three. And it seems like the more we talk about it, there, there's a chance this one goes to like three three kind of a thing. If if like Newcastle, you know, takes this match the same way they took that Manchester City one, this is away from home, so maybe it's not like that. So I'm kind of leaning on Newcastle being a little more defensive than they play at home. So we'll see on that. But I think the style of play is just way going to be way different than what a city is against Newcastle. Right, yeah, that's kind of why I'm leaning under here. But, like, you look at these Manchester United games, too, but they, they've all hit the over, too, so. Yeah. I guess maybe Varane, if Varane's back in there over Lindelof, that, that obviously would help, too, so. But that, that game, Newcastle was really able to hit hit City on the counter rather than, like, you know, this, they might actually have a couple. Uh, they might actually get a little bit of possession. Mm-hmm. All right, so the match that you know everyone cares about, the only match that people care about, we have to talk about it. We got Liverpool. They're home against Manchester City. Chris, when was the last time Liverpool were an under this big of an underdog at home? Can't remember. It's been, I mean, years. Man, probably been like a good five years. Right. So we got Liverpool plus three hundred to win at home. Uh, this was plus, so October 2nd, about 10 days ago, they were plus 175. So apparently, whatever's happened in the past 10 days, you know, we have injuries, TAA, 
probably going to be out. Luis Diaz is going to be out. But, you know, TAA is not the best defensive fullback. Uh, Luis Diaz, like, they have backups up front as well. So it's kind of interesting that Liverpool went from 175 to 300. But then you got Manchester City to win. You can find that minus 120 at DraftKings. The draw is plus 320. And as expected, we have to go to over 3.5 goals at plus 115. Under 3.5 is minus 140. So, Chris, this is your squad. How big of a factor do you think these injuries play into it? Like we saw, like, Konate's back. He started uh, midweek, so he's good to go. We'll either get Joe Gomez or Milner playing playing right back for, for uh, TAA. Otherwise, I don't think there's too many changes here. So, what do you got? Yeah, it's interesting. I uh, I mean, no Trent Alexander-Arnold, which is, I don't know, depends how you feel about him recently, but he, he's been pretty inept defensively, specifically on a couple of goals against Arsenal. So not that I, I mean, I hoped, hope to high heaven here that uh, it's not James Milner at right back because I think City kind of just tear him up if that's the case. But I don't, you know, don't feel particularly confident in Joe Gomez either. But yeah, they. I mean, after losing to three that uh, that uh, match against Arsenal on Sunday, it was three two. Honestly, pretty dubious three two. Having watched all of it, the, there was the uh, the penalty that wasn't called on. Um, I think was it Gabriel or Saliba or Saliba. Um, clearly hit his hand. I don't know, but uh, they didn't call that. And then they go to the they go to VAR for the um, the third goal there for for Saka to where he kind of just like fell over, but. You know, all that all that aside, they bounced back in the midweek, and then um, Man City. Did they? I think they struggled midweek, didn't they? Yes. Well, they got a red card. Sergio Gomez oh, was yeah. sent off like thirtieth yeah. minute or something. Yeah. All that aside, I mean, giving it a little more context, you know, Man City's pretty much dominated. They're still slightly behind Arsenal in the standings, but that's more or less because Arsenal's played so well. Um, they've yet to drop. They have yet to lose a game in the Premier League this season. So. Um, you know, that being said, they are, it, it's just kind of wild to see that they're going into Anfield, a place where they, you know, traditionally haven't been able to get a result. Um, and they're favored by like such a pretty large margin there, especially seeing Liverpool at 320. Um, I, I, you know, I, just the way Liverpool's played, I don't really expect them to get a win out of this, but I don't think a draw is, is, uh, is too far out of the realm of possibilities. And then just given that, you know, you can find the double chance at plus 100, and even going back to some more of the data here, it's like Liverpool's unbeaten against Man City in their past four matches. I mean, one of that is the was the Community Shield in in August. So yeah, take that for whatever you want. But then uh, they kind of like they kind of took it to them in the FA Cup in the in the semifinal, um, and then they drew. They both in the Premier League last year it was two two. So I I wouldn't you know. Don't feel great about taking a Liverpool win here, but I still think it, it won't be as easy as maybe we thought it would be. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. You can get uh, Erling Holland uh, goal, anytime goal scoring odds at plus or at minus one sixty five, which is what I feel like is going to be the lowest. We'll see them at for a little bit, or I guess you know the most favorable. Not, and then the other one is that Mo Salah, who had a hat trick in its six and a half minutes earlier this week, plus two hundred on the anytime goal scoring odds. So. Couple things to keep an eye on. Can't say I disagree with you. Like the more you look into these prior matchups between these teams, and I mean even even when you throw in just like the what two seasons ago when Liverpool had all the injury issues, like Liverpool still 
you know, battled in this in this matchup. Um, you know, they did lose. I guess I say that, and they did lose almost four one. Four one. Yeah, that four one result. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, that's there, but I mean, you look at that team, and they started. I mean, who they started was Jordan that Henderson game? and Wynalter and uh, Fabinho at center back. So. Right. So I mean, you can't really like this. Isn't the same situation. Like Van Dyke is still here. Kanate is 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 healthy again. So it's not like that many injuries for Liverpool that it's that the, the entire back line's completely new. Um, and then we went out, we're trying to find like the actual last home loss for Liverpool, and it's been it's been a long time. Uh, so it makes sense. Liverpool double chance, and I, I just think the rest of the season is, is kind of going to be like people are just going to be betting Holland, they're going to be betting Manchester City to win big, and it makes sense because. You know, they're winning all these games by huge margins. But as we just saw with Copenhagen, like, they aren't invincible. Uh, they can drop points. We saw them 1-1 at Aston Villa already this season. We saw the 3-3 result against Newcastle. Um, like, they do have problems in the back. Kyle Walker isn't there. Uh, we could see Sergio Gomez, who, did, who got the red card midweek. He could start, or it could be whoever. It could be Ake, it could be Akanji at fullback, so they do have that issue. So I agree with you. Uh, as for my bet, I just think there's going to be goals. We already mentioned the defensive injuries. Both these teams can score. These teams are... I think we had it last season where it was like, why don't we just bet over three and a half goals in all of these matches? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we could we could take that again. It's plus 115. Those odds, I feel like last season, were, were a little higher, but now with the Holland bump, it's at plus 115. So I'm just going both teams to score. No draw. I think either side could win this one, though I'm probably leaning Manchester City just because they're probably the better overall team right now. But totally. in case Liverpool win, let's just do no draw uh, plus 100. And, yeah, I mean, there's going to be goals. I, this is not going to be a 0-0, 1-0 result. There's going to be goals. I'm just hoping it's not a draw. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I feel like what it's been in the last few matches, last five matches, there's been four or five goals. In all five matches, we 4-1, 2-2, 2-2, 3-2, So, yeah, hit that hit that over 3.5 at plus 115 if you're feeling confident. Yeah, I'd even go, why not just go four over 4.5, I guess. I mean, you're getting like a 3-2, 4-2 result. We just saw Man City, the 6-3. Both these games can score three. Uh, I think that's, there's no question. Liverpool just scored seven. I think six in the second half, maybe at Rangers. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Why not just go heavy with it? Go over four and a half at plus two fifty five, over five and a half plus five fifty. I'd rather do that than over three and a half. That's just boring, right? You think? Dude, you think if you think there's going to be exactly really. four goals, take over three and a half. If you want some excitement in your life, four and a half, five and a half, go with it. There you go. That's my tip of the day. There we go. We needed it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, so we have our parlay up next. And we hit last week, which we just mentioned. But we're now up $96. That's right, $96 on our parlay. We're 3-6 and six on the season, so on $100 bets, if you put $100 on all of our parlays, that's nine of them. We're only three and six, but we're still up $96 because all of these bets are over plus 200 odds. So this week we had a few options that we liked. Uh, as usual, I will mention, you know, we pick these these three matches usually are at random. They're not like our favorite matches that we have favorite bets in or anything like that. Like obviously we're going to talk Liverpool, Man City. We threw Fulham, Bournemouth in there. Manchester United, Newcastle look interesting. So we talked about them, and I mean, if if we wanted to put our best bets in one, I probably would have talked this Leicester City Crystal Palace match, and I'm going over two and a half goals. It's minus one twenty, and you look at this game. We have a question with Johnny Evans, uh, one of the only uh, maybe not one of the only players who's gone a full ninety in every match for Leicester this city. A back line that's been terrible this season. They just gave up two goals at Bournemouth in the second half. Some people will be like, hey, they won 4-0 against Nottingham Forest last home, last home match, but they escaped. Uh, they should have been down one goal. They, uh, Nottingham Forest was offside by like a foot uh, to open that game 1-0. But I think uh, Leicester's back line is not very good, and I think Crystal Palace are going to score on the other side of that. I think uh, Leicester City always seem to score at least once in their games, especially at home. So... Pretty simple. Over two and a half goals, you can get that minus one twenty. Uh, Chris, I did not. Did I update that? I don't think you updated the odds from last week. This is this was my bet last week. This but, was your um, bet last week. So all right. yeah, yeah. You speak. I'll uh, I'll I'll update it real quick here. You speak. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, while Adam updates my odds there for those watching on YouTube, uh, I, you know, kind of got into a couple here that I really liked. Um, but uh, I wanted to do the Friday bet. We're not talking about Friday, but there was one, and it was the over for uh, Brentford Brighton, that two, over two and a half. So if you're watching on Thursday here, uh, that was one I had had a, as a strong consideration. Adam steered me off of it. Um, but I'm actually going to go back to a, a game. We've, I think we've talked about Aston Villa quite a bit, Chelsea sometimes, but we've talked about Villa, and you know, honestly, I have a pretty tough time betting them. But just the way that they're playing recently, they are like sitting back. I think there was an article in the Athletic this week that like talked, like tried to compare Steven Gerrard's like planes players, uh, basically like always a bit more of an open player and versus how he manages a team. Rangers, he was super defensive. 
here at Villa now. He's super defensive as well. Um, and that's that's kind of showed up in the in the results too. So they, I just I'm going with um, the under two and a half goals here at minus one fifteen. Aston Villa is at home, so Chelsea's coming off you know another match in the in the Champions League and just a ton of matches overall. I expect Villa to kind of sit back and and uh, if this is like a one zero win for Chelsea or or a one one um, result, then I wouldn't be surprised at all. And that's hence why I'm going to go Aston Villa. Chelsea under two and a half goals. It's at minus one fifteen. You pair that with Adams bet, and you get uh, plus two forty two odds here, to, as we ensure that our parlay is always over to, uh, plus two hundred. Yeah, I uh, I agree with this one. There's a chance I actually wrote about it. I can't remember. I haven't posted that article yet, but that article for my betting article, I I'll try and get it up Thursday here. It may it might have this bet in there, so we'll see. Uh, great minds think alike, but. I agree, you know, what you said about Villa playing defensive and, and all that, and uh, you got Chelsea here. Uh, they've been rotating a bit here under Graham Potter. They're, they're changing formations uh, between matches in Champions League and Premier League. Like Pulisic started uh, last league match. They rotated a bit. Uh, like we might not see Reese James. I guess Espelie Cueta, I believe, started at right back for Chelsea last match. So you got all that in there. Obviously less attacking than Reese James is. But, yeah, I like the under. So a couple uh, over-under bets here for the parlay. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Uh, I think uh, I think we could hit three straight here. Yeah, let's do it to him. Let's do it. All right, so that's what we got. That's what we got, Chris, for game week 11. Any other thoughts on these matches before we go? Uh, I like... Uh, I think... Uh, a lot of people will look at the odds and wolves and see and see the record and where they're at in the bottom of the table, and they'll be like, "I can't. They're not going to win this one. Let's go with Nottingham Forest." Then again, I guess Nottingham Forest are probably worse. So, uh, I do like uh, the money line there on, on Wolverhampton. I think they're going to get a win. Ruben Neves is back from suspension. Um, they're going to find a goal somewhere. Probably not yeah. Diego Costa, but it's going to come from somewhere. I think they're going to win this one. Uh, yeah. I like I like Arsenal too, and some goals in that Leeds match. But you got any thoughts here? Yeah, outside of this, I mean, key marquee matchups really that Liverpool Man City game, at least for the average viewer. But Leeds Arsenal is going to be entertaining, just given the two styles of the teams. And then um, we got like a little bottom bottom three relegation scrap. I feel like between Fulham and Bournemouth. And then uh, yeah, I mean less. I love that Friday match. I feel like that's going to be interesting to watch. So a lot of good games. Last last weekend, I was kind of feeling like, oh, man, some of these are going to be a bit of a grind to watch. But I'm looking forward to most of these here to to, uh, to view it here this weekend. Yeah, it should be a good weekend. And, we, of course, we have uh, – we have – what do we have? What am I trying MLS to say? MLS playoffs? Is MLS playoffs? Yeah, MLS playoffs, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing my sporting Kansas City sweater here, and they're not in the playoffs. But I was going to say we have Premier League next week, uh, Tuesday. I believe Monday is off, oh, nice. and then there's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday matches. So we got all that. Um, I did put a preview up, if I can find it somewhere. I can't, oh, here we go, of this Brighton-Brentford match. So if you want to check that out, it's on the site. Uh, I just did a little short write-up for Friday's match between Brentford and Brighton. So there you go if you want some bets. There is a tasty, I'll give give a sneak peek. Uh, I got Brentford, I think it's plus 390, Brentford money line up to the 30th minute. So I think Brentford are going to score early, and you can get a money line first 30 minutes. 
Uh, as long as they're winning at that 30-minute mark, you win a plus 390 bet right there. So I like that one did, a lot. Did you take the over two and a half? I did. That's I the did. one that I wanted. Okay, nice. Now that we're spoiling the article, but still okay. click on it. Click on it. <laughs> There's more in there, I promise you. <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks for joining me, and I'll scroll through the bets here before we go. You can find Chris at chro 8 on Twitter. I am at Droik. Team parlay before we go, uh, Leicester City, Crystal Palace, over 2.5 goals, combined with Villa, Aston Villa, Chelsea, under 2.5 goals, plus 242 odds. That's going to be three straight parlay hits, Chris. Let's enjoy go. your weekend. Let's let's enjoy this Liverpool Manchester City game. It should be fun. There's going to be goals. We know there's going to be goals, but we'll see Absolutely. who wins though. Thanks, Adam. Have a good weekend.